Hello America, this is Matt Craig broadcasting another episode of X-Ross Live. Uh, today's episode is part of our champion series, uh, where we introduce you to the people who make the things we often take for granted a reality. Today's champion is Justine Gullhue, um, who is currently working as a dietary manager of the Crystal Care Center in Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, Justine, thank you for being a guest on the show. How are things in Mansfield? Um, hot, but good. <laughs> And thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're hitting those dog days of summer. Um, that is for sure. That is for sure. So uh, doing anything specific to stay cool um, while you're working? Um, air conditioner and appreciating it. <laughs> frequent frequent breaks, you know, to get stuff to drink. But other than that, you know. You hanging out in the freezer room? Yeah, you know, yeah, a little, little bit. A little, <laughs> a little party in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't blame you. So... Um, Justine, you gotta let us know beforehand. Um, so I have to ask. You said you rarely ever cook at home. Um, I mm. need you. I need you to fill me in on this trade secret because I need to. I need to take what you're doing and replicate <laughs> it. What's your secret? I just burn out. I guess. Um, I didn't. <laughs> so uh, I always like to say that unless you're paying me, that's why I tell my fiance like <laughs> that I'm not gonna cook. So I don't know if that will work for you, but. I'm not, I, like I said, I get burned out, so I just don't like cooking I at home. I, <laughs> that's does, about it. So does he take that side of the, does he do that at home for you? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Pass that right on. That's a good gig. So on mm-hmm. that on that note, um, to get things kicked off, we do a little icebreaker. Uh, and what is your all-time favorite meal? Pizza. Pizza. Yes, we just, just any, yeah. we just had pizza for uh, actually our last guest as well. So mm-hmm. that's two pizzas mm-hmm. in a row. We're getting this right. <laughs> so what is it? But I'm going to change it a little bit. What's your favorite all time meal for your fiance to cook for you? Um, for me, it would be pizza. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot. Definitely like uh, Italian stuffed chicken. I think would be. Ooh. Yeah. It's lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Be easy on yeah, this. <laughs> yep. It's not meatloaf, but I'd take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, getting things started here, I'll, I'll turn it back over to Matt um, here in a second. But uh, we like to paint a picture for the audience of just how much of an impact you're making in your community. Um, and to do that, we quantify the amount of meals you're providing on a regular basis. Uh, so we have you down here that you're doing about 200 meals at your facility a day. Um, and you've been in the industry for about 10 years. Is that right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So I'm going to sit here. I'm going to extrapolate those numbers out for uh, a couple minutes. Uh, we'll do a daily, a weekly, a yearly across the 10 years. So your career to date, um, and get that total number of, uh, of meals provided. Um, so I'll turn it over here to Matt and I'll be back here in a few minutes. Okay. All right, so Justine, um, let's do this. Give our listeners kind of a bird's eye view into what a typical day is for you. Um, well, we come in in the morning and you know set up the kitchen. Uh, we have the menus start on that, but um, my day, I come in. I'm not working in the kitchen and just kind of overview things, um, just how the meal's going and inventory. It's constant inventory. And then going and, you know, uh, every meal I like to do a walk around and meet with the residents, see how things are going. Um, 
I, I don't know. It's a lot of different things. It really depends on the day, mm-hmm. but mainly you're just in the building, uh, with masks and a lot of other people. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been a little bit of an adjustment period right now with, uh, probably just making some changes, stay up to kind of stay up to mm-hmm. code. But, um, so you typically get in, get in about what time? Um, usually around seven thirty or eight. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. with the three meals, so it's just an all day, an all day thing, but, um, definitely keeps you on your toes and keeps you with the residents. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Craig. He's actually back with some of those numbers. So we want to, this is exciting. We want to give you a, let you okay. hear these let the have you uh have you ever kind of tallied this out and thought about how many meals you you guys are actually kind of doing on a little bit longer um, of a basis i mean budget wise yeah but not as a whole career okay. outlook or weekly <laughs> yeah well so every day you guys do 200 meals and that means 1400 meals a week um every year you guys are doing 72,800 meals uh, so that's in a year, wow. and in your ten years at that pace, uh, seven hundred and twenty-eight thousand meals have been provided. Um, and what we like to do here is paint a little bit of a picture. Maybe someone can relate to. Uh, if you were feeding a person three meals a day, they would have they would be have to be alive for six hundred and sixty-four years to equate to the amount of meals you have provided. So a 664-year-old person eating three meals a day, that's to date how many meals you've uh, you've provided, which is a long, wow. long time. That is. <laughs> so, Justine, I fully um, understand why you don't like to cook when you yeah. go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together now. It is. I got it. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to tell your fiancé and be like, listen, I, I've, I've fed a person for 664 years to date. You can pick, oh, you can pick up the slack now. <laughs> that's true. I, I am going to have to use that. Wow. That's throw, a lot of meals. You can throw Craig under the bus <laughs> for that one. <laughs> um, so here's one, uh, one of the questions I like to ask you know, in everybody's day-to-day. Um, what is one thing you wish kind of the general general public, general person understood about your job? Um, well, okay. Uh, as... A department, like referring to my department, yes. I wish that people would shake the notion that we don't put salt in our food um, or that we just serve like applesauce and mashed potatoes. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's definitely something people just, they get an idea of nursing home food. And mm-hmm. honestly, like our residents have such a variety of meals and they're elaborate. And I would, there's just that misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as my career, I think that um, a lot of people see when they know find out I'm a dietary manager, they connect it to like a kitchen manager. And being a licensed healthcare professional, it's kind of that's just a small fraction of what I do. So I think that you know. That's something I would like if people could really see how important nutrition and dietetics is mm-hmm. and not overlook that part, I guess. Yeah, and absolutely. It's it's, it's one of those things that's nonstop. And um, I mean, even Craig and I are so respectful of you know, you coming on to do this right now, but it, it's going on in the background right now. And, you know, we can hear, you know, it's still going and 
Um, you know, so that's certainly something that we, Craig and I don't take for granted, and we we definitely appreciate it, seeing it, you know, day in and day out. Um, but with that, I want to segue into this. You know, my last question, I'll turn it over to Craig. Is you know, what is the most rewarding part of your day? Uh, specifically, two thirty p.m. <laughs> we do uh, afternoon snacks. <laughs> So it's a very set time and uh, it's, well, when the pandemic uh, started in residence, I had to spend so much time in their room and, you know, we always did a snack in between, but uh, the management team just kind of took that simple task that's done every day and extended it. So now we do a special snack related activity and we also have, nearly tripled the amount of people involved during that time. So you get to do one-on-one and have time to do one-on-one with patients. And then you're bringing them ice cream or snow cones and popcorn. And it makes you feel good and you can tell that they're happy because it breaks up their day. So that's definitely my favorite part. That's awesome. How many residents are at your facility? Uh, we currently have 69. Okay. So you're able to get in and interact with, um, a new one every day and, you know, develop that relationship. That's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think the consistency of it, cause you know, they are in this situation. Um, but in general, you know, they're more familiar with you and if you're excited. They're excited. So I like being able to bring that into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, we've, that's, that's been a common theme that we've heard uh, kind of in doing this is just how how important and intricate uh, the patients and residences to their day is food. It, it kind of all revolves around food because when, when you think about it, um, you wake up, you eat your breakfast. After breakfast is done, you're waiting till you get lunch. After lunch mm-hmm. is done, you're waiting till you get dinner. And after dinner, you're going to bed so you can wake up and get breakfast again. And, it, and it's like a social hour. Uh, for them. And that's, that's really interesting that you kind of mentioned that they get that snack hour because, um, built around that interaction that everybody needs is kind of that snack, that food. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that was really interesting. No, and, yeah. Well, and when it comes to, you know, I think that's why I always want to emphasize the importance of the meal itself, presentation, changing it all up. Cause you're right. Some people, that's all they have to break up their day. Yep. So you, you don't want your day broken up with some, you know, the same thing. Well, mashed potatoes and applesauce. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so to do that, if you've got 69 patients, um, or residents, uh, and that, that's a lot of people. Um, how do you and your staff work together to, you know, provide that just sheer the sheer volume of the food, but like you're talking about the presentation and interaction with your residents. How do you guys work together to make that happen? Um, I'm really, really big on uh, teamwork with my staff. Mm-hmm. I have the signs up that whenever there's our meetings, it's a huge thing because one job isn't more important than the other. Um, we're all responsible for what comes out of our kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we're all responsible for each other as well. And I like to try to make the environment less stressful as much as possible, more relaxed um, because of everything else. You know, when you work in a nursing home, there's times when that's a depressing job and depressing place. It's just a given. 
So we do um, a lot of things like we'll have meetings of just ideas they they have. Um, let their you know let them voice their opinions and utilize that mm -hmm. as a way to make changes that are positive for the kitchen and let them you know take pride in what they're doing. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, you definitely need teamwork uh, to mm -hmm. handle that that amount of people and that job every day. Um, so. And you can take a little bit of time to think about this one if you need it. Uh, but for my last question uh, here before we wrap it up is what is one memory you have in food service that you'll never forget? Hmm. I'm sure you've had a lot of people tell you that it's really hard to think about one. <laughs> yeah, no, take your, take your time and it, it doesn't have to be the, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of memories you'll never forget, but just one of them. Um, well... I think it would be how you can make a difference with nutrition and food service just by taking that time to get to know somebody. And I had that. I had a patient who was grumpy, grumpy, man. <laughs> and he was um, going to dialysis and was, it wasn't good. And he was non-compliant. Mm -hmm. And he would, I was getting calls all the time from dietitians and that he wasn't doing this. And so finally, after working with him, kind of realized that, yeah, I had to talk to him differently than I talked to the rest of the residents. Like, instead of, oh, hey, well, you know, do you, would you rather have this? Would you, you know, how's your meal? Like, hey, are you going to finish your plate or not? Like, I think you are. And he was like, oh, well, I wasn't going to, but I guess I will. Hmm. And that kind of started developing this relationship and um, to the point where we were able to get his, he started following his diet. Um, I would take laps around the parking lot with him because he was supposed to be walking. So um, we would go over his lab work and kind of celebrate whenever it, there was improvement. But I think my one of the best moments as a CDM ever was when he came to the kitchen and brought me um, a paper from his doctor that said that they were going to be considering him for a kidney transplant. So that's great. He just was crying and like to me, like you know, I would start tearing up and we were just yeah, that's <laughs> very proud. But that's what this and that's what this segment and this podcast is about because that is a champion. Um, you know, and you talk about you talk about the impact of that. Uh, you that's such an incredible story, and I'm so happy that people can hear that because you're right. I mean, the difference that food and that you are making, and not only that man's life, but all of your residents and patients' lives, is huge. It's so so big, and we want to shed a light on it. Um, that was an absolutely amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, no, thank you. Yeah, it's it's humbling, you know, to hear stories like that because it's like, man, that that's day in and day out. That's that's your job. That's every day for you. It's so so cool. Mm -hmm. It's so so cool. Um, we really appreciate it. Everyone really appreciates it, and we're very happy that um, people get to hear hear stories like that. So thank you. Um, I will. Uh, I'll turn it over here to Matt um, to wrap it up and have him say thanks as well. But it was really good having you on. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Justine, we really appreciate your time. So looking forward to being able to come in and you know meet you in person. Um, put a face to the heart and the voice behind behind this uh, podcast, and uh, just get to you know grow in the relationship we have. Um, you know from our from our shared you know our our shared experience in the industry. So um, thank you so much, and um, that'll about wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. That's really, I really like what you're doing and bringing that part of what I consider to be left out. And a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Polite. That's really good. 